Hello, everyone, and welcome to Seaview Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareca. We are cosmic beings, beings of light. A single moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. We are honored every time that we receive one of those moments. We are honored, overjoyed, privileged, and humbled. We serve in your presence. Our shows are held on Mondays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern U.S. time, 9 a.m. Pacific. At any moment to participate on one of our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. All podcasts are easily found in all social media and are available free, live, or on demand. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco, cview1111 at gmail.com, or visit our website, cview1111.net. Call for free at 805-830-8344. And wait in line or use Take My Call. And for $11, you can jump the long list of callers. Do so at www.paypal.me slash p-u-r-e-c-o slash 11. And then please PM or email Claudia Pareco with the phone number you'll call the show at cview1111 at gmail.com. Now, let's listen to our host and topic of the day. Thank you, Danny, and welcome everybody to see you. Today, we have Soul Connections with Lucia Mitra. Lucia believes in harmonic life. We are truly joyful only if we are authentic self. How much of you is really you? How much of you is family, society, and self-imposed beliefs and limitations? During this podcast, you will get an energy information upgrade. You will plug into a constant stream of the newest information You can call in for your questions, and we're going to hear about Lucia's story, how she came up to the realization of her insights and her inner powers, and why she chose the path she's doing today. If you want to contact Lucia, please go to her website, www.lucia, L-U-C-I-A, Mitro, M-I-T, as in Thomas, R-O, dot com. You can also text her at her number, 267-733-3923, or look into all of her social media. Lucia Mitro, you can find her on Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, everywhere. So now let's bring Lucia to the show so we can start our conversation. Hello, Lucia. How are you? Hello, Claudia. I'm fine, thank you. First of all, thank you very, very much. It's true. 
it is a true honor for me to be on your show. So thank you very, very much. And I'm so happy I got to meet you. You're such a beautiful soul. So thank you very, very much. Oh, thank you. Likewise, we I always have that experience when I connect with people that are on the show. It's like, oh, I, I just love you all. It, it, every one of you has such a good heart. And the work that you are doing, along with all of the life workers, is tremendously helpful, especially in times like this. So thank you so much for sharing your expertise, your light, your heart with all of our listeners and followers. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Well, one knows one, so <laughs> you're something to yourself. That's why you're attracting people like yourself. So thank you very, very much, and it's a true honor for me to be on your show. So you asked me... Um, how did a little bit of my background? I was born in a beautiful little village in the Carpathian Mountains in Slovakia. It used to be Czechoslovakia. I actually lived about an hour from Ukraine border, so it's really on the beginning of Carpathian Mountains. Beautiful, beautiful little town. Uh, I was born under communist and raised under communist regime. So anybody who had the same experience now, it was, um, <laughs> they were saying that, oh, you had a freedom of speech. Well, yes, we had a freedom of speech. We just didn't have a freedom after the speech. So you couldn't really say what you think or get any information when I was born, um, my parents were in the middle of the building the house. So my mom's comment was, oh, you were such a good kid. We just throw the newspaper in your crib and you can play with yourself and talk to yourself. I always thought that I have a lot, a lot of people around me. It was not until I started talking and actually expressing myself and telling my parents and my grandparents, my friends, what I'm seeing, that I realized that I am the only one who sees additional people in the room or knows stuff. I just knew stuff. The information would just come to me, and I could not explain. My both parents were had to be a communist to keep the jobs, um, and we could not go to the church, so that therefore I could not go visit the church. So it was really hard for me to get any information and realize what is going on with me. Um, it was suggested that I <laughs> um, have some kind of mental illness, and for a long time I actually believed that. It was, I think I was in the, yes, I was in the first grade of the elementary school when we finally start, we start collecting glass. So I finally saw the opportunity to actually go and talk to the priest. I went to the church and I asked the priest if he has any glass bottles. And I took the opportunity, since my grandma called him a spiritual father, I took the opportunity and actually asked him where with fear. <laughs> I was 
soaked in fear, but I did ask him, and I asked him, uh, Father, what will happen to the person who sees the spirits of the people or sees the people who passed away? This horrible, I will never forget the look. And now imagine, I was a little kid. He was a tall, big guy, so he looked down at me with so much hate, so much anger. And he told me that person like that should pray for rest of their life because they will go to hell. Now, imagine I was in the first grade of elementary school, already no self-confidence, already um, thinking that I have a mental illness. When the priest was supposed to be a spiritual father, and I thought he will have a, finally have an answer for me. He told me that I will go to straight to hell. Um, I was, after that, was very close to committed suicide because <laughs> what is the deal? If I go to straight to hell anyway, uh, why stay alive? Why go through that hell here? But I knew, deep down, I knew that there is something more to the story. Even though I was scared, I was calm at the same time. And I didn't know where the calmness calmness is coming. But I knew I'm not alone. I knew I am protected. But I was still full of fear and disappointment. So I hide. I would take my dog and go to the nature. I would read a lot, whatever I can get on. <laughs> Perry Mason was my favorite favorite stories because it was, you know, something you have to think, and it was nice. So everybody was reading uh, romance stories, and I was reading Perry Mason. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, I... Eventually, I did not commit suicide. It was on my mind for a long time. But people would come to me and would tell me the stories, even as a child, would tell me all the problems. And I'm sitting there and thinking, you're an adult. Why are you coming to me and telling me your story? Like, what do you want from me, a child? I was always surprised, but I, I guess I was a good listener. So I would just listen. But then would, people actually told me that, they feel my presence because I actually listen to them, not just pretend to being there, but actually observing that. And I slowly learned. I had a grandma who had a seven sister on a, sisters on the same street. Yeah, that was a help too, <laughs> dealing with my grandma and her seven sisters. But they would all come to me for haircut. And they were saying, just put your hands on, on my head. It's, it's really like I feel better when I leave. I, I, didn't, I did not know what they mean by that. I did not feel anything different. But I realized then more people just ask me, just put your hands on me. I feel better when you do that. And there was nothing that I was like, I knew what I'm doing. I was like, okay, I'll put my hands on you. I, I don't know. I just let the energy going and then I just keep knowing the stuff and I would give the little suggestion to the people if they ask me something 
I don't know, maybe you can go and do this, or uh, maybe you can wait on this, or, um, you know, somebody said something, so I would give the little little directions, little suggestions, and people like that, they keep coming to me. But still in the thing that I have a mental illness, and there is nobody else like me, so it has to be something very wrong with me. Well, thinking this way, having zero self-confidence, I didn't have, I had a lot of bullies in, in school because of who I was. I was very, very shy. I stay away from people, nature, animals, and books. That was that was mine. Animals would come to me often and just sit by my leg or um, I would go to trees and I can talk to the trees. Of course, I didn't say that to anybody because it was enough that I believe that I'm mentally ill. I didn't want anybody else <laughs> to believe that. So it, when I finally married, um, it turned out, of course, I didn't see it at the time that I married a narcissist. It was beneficial for me in a way that I was finally taking care of somebody, and I believe this man loves me unconditionally. Well, it turned out that was just, uh, you know, the abuse and uh, verbal abuse, and it was just him needed me to 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 serve him basically. I had a son, and after. In 1996, we actually won a green card lottery and we moved to United States, which was terrifying for me. But I'm so glad I, with, again, with huge fear, but still calm, knowingly, knowing that I will be protected and it's, that's what it needs to be, I moved to United States. And then I came across the book from Louise Hay, Heal Your Life. It was the first time when I read that book that I realized I might not be mentally ill. <laughs> and this is more people like me. And this is actually something that I can use to help others. But the main thing why I start in being interesting more in, into that um, it was when my father passed away and Lucia when my if you, yes? when, if you want um, let's take mm -hmm. just a little break before we talk about your father's death okay. so you mentioned okay. that you came to America you realized mm -hmm. that you had all these gifts that you could use to help others what do you think if we bring Donna to the show so we can show people how is it that you do what you do? Is that okay? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're going to California together and bring Donna to the show. Thank you, Thank you. Claudia. And hi, Lucia. Hi, Donna. Thank you very much for joining us. Well, thank you. <laughs> um. Do you want me to ask a question, or do you want to just give me the information? How do you do your readings? If you can ask the questions, that would be awesome. Okay. I'd like to know, would the finances get better? And also, if I'm going to meet someone, a male, you know, I'd like to be in a relationship, possibly a marriage. Um, I'm hoping for that. And I wanted to know what you were picking up, please, on those two subjects. Um. 
I I don't like to I don't look into the future because okay. future changes future changes every time you look at her. So oh. if you make a different what I can tell you what I see at this moment. But okay. if you make right. a different decision in an hour or tomorrow instead of going right you will go left and your whole life will go to left. So okay. there are possibilities, multiple futures for you. It really depends how are you, um, what decisions you make. Now, coming to that, regarding your finances, you have a lot of gifts that you are not using right now. So I would be suggesting to you, look inside of you, look what brings you joy. And there is something that you really, I feel like there is something that you really, really would like to, um, like to do, but you didn't do it yet. Uh, if you were as a child and you like to, for example, I'm, I'm just giving the example, if you like to uh, uh, paint, but you were told that you are not good enough in painting and you you let it go because you were told that. But it still feels, you feel sad that you didn't continue to do that. I feel like there is something that you are holding on from your childhood that you didn't get to do it. If you, maybe you might be cons- considered to go back to it and just see if your heart is still in it. Because I feel like that sadness that you don't get to do something, holding you back from actually opening something else. So what I would suggest, and that would bring you finances, I would suggest just sit down and even ask the question and write it down. What, what brings me a joy? What should I know from my soul right now that will bring me a joy that delete? to do a, as a business-wise and bring you ma- more finances. It's, it's in your hands. Literally, that's what they're telling me. It's in your hands. And that could be um, as a spiritual message or it could be a literal message that something with your hands that you are doing. Uh, regarding the men, what they are telling me... Um, you need to love yourself more. And I know you're hearing that everywhere. But I feel like, how to put it diplomatically, you're not desperate, but you're so sad about the thing that it's not there that you would, um, you, you might attract just somebody who will fill up the sadness and not really bring you the full joy that you need. Um, So I would suggest you to more, bring more love, bring more joy to yourself. So you get to the level that you actually attract a person who will bring you full joy, not just fill up the space. Does Does it seem, does it make sense to you what I'm saying at all? 
Well, yeah, because I think that, you know, by loving yourself, you attract the love. And, yeah, I mean, I'm not desperate for someone. I'm very picky, too. But, um, yeah, I'd be <laughs> fine <too>. just traveling <laughs> just traveling by myself even. I've done a lot of traveling abroad. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'd be mm-hmm. fine with that, too. You know, just getting enough money so I can just go travel by myself and go to different countries and yeah. So, but um, yeah, I think that's always a, a main thing: loving yourself and nurturing yourself, and because that's our most important relationship, really, is with ourselves. You know, I think. Correct. Yes, and I I feel uh, there's a lot of like a sadness with you. So when you bring more joy to yourself, like allow yourself actually bring that joy. It, yeah. It's more like you are holding that back. Like there is sadness or there is a pain of disappointment or there's something like you are not fully allowing even yourself to, to, to feel that joy. So just give yourself permission to, yes, you deserve this. Yes, you you are allowed to. And yes, you will welcome the joy and the love and and the companionship of someone. Yeah. There is yeah there is a yeah there is a sadness with that and as soon as you you make peace with that you heal it or you just allow yourself to welcome that in your life to give yourself permission for that. Yes, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, there is a bit of sadness there. I think yeah, like you're saying, because mm-hmm. um, things didn't work out how I thought they would. <laughs> so. <laughs> Alone he was long. not. He was not the right one. And like <laughs> many, you know, people asking for soulmates, but I truly believe there are more than one soulmate in our life. And the soulmate is somebody that encourages us to loving ourselves more. So it might not come in a form that we would love or expect it. It might come in a form that it will, you know take the wheel down and show you what you don't want. So now you know what you want. <laughs> oh. Yeah. yeah. So he I was just an that. example what it's, you know, not supposed to be. And now you can bless it and allowing yourself what is what if the next one is is the love of your life or the somebody who will bring you a pleasure for a long, long time, and joy in your life and companionship. And and thank you, Donna, for your question. And and actually, Lucia, when you were mentioning mm-hmm. her about writing that question, a vision Correct. came to me. And Donna, you are seated with a tablet or something to write a book or notebook, and your back is in in. You're leaning into a tree, and probably it's that connection with nature and that space, that sanctuary that you create in that moment that will help you with that connection. Uh, Do you agree with that, Lucia? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Put a pen on the paper. I always say to my client, put a pen on the paper. And it's handwriting that it's better. If, If you feel comfortable more on a computer or on a tablet, that's fine. But handwriting, it's that's it's something magic about that. So put a pa- pen or pencil on a paper and just write down. And when I usually suggest it, write down, 
you might want to write a question you want and just keep writing. Don't um, overthink that. Don't analyze that. Just keep writing and put it aside for a day or two and then come back and read it. And you would be surprised. You will not even remember that you wrote it down, how many answers you will have. And do let us know, Donna. Call us back when Lucia comes back and let us know what you wrote. (laughs) And Lucia, we were talking about this Mm -hmm. beautiful life of yours, this realization when you came to America that, oh, my God, what I have is not a mental illness. It's actually a gift, and I can use it, and I can bring blessings to my life. And then there was the death of your dad, correct? Well, he actually passed away before I came to USA. I think that was the really thing that broke me down the most. Um, it, It was, I was, 19 when he passed away he had asthma for a long time and at that time asthma was not something that could be healed easily so he was sick all my life um but i always had this thing that uh there there could should be something else that should be something more and it wasn't as strong for me as when i saw him laying on the ground covered with, um, because it happened at, at my friend's home. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the time I got to the place, he was already on another side, covered with white cloth on laying on the ground. <clears throat> and I was um, reaching out. I ran to him, and the doctors told me before that he had a injections with him medication, and they told me, if there is nobody home, I can break the injection and just put it to his mouth instead of to, like, IV. So mm-hmm. I was reaching for the injection, and doctor who put me in a coma when I was 13 um, was there already. Um, so I was reaching for the injection to pour it in his mouth. Even everybody was telling me that he's dead, and the doctor told me that, he will call the cops and tell that I poisoned my father if I do it. So my brother took him, took me away from my father, but I was sitting there and I knew, I knew that got to be something else I can do to help people to prevent something like this. Like I didn't trust the doctors right away when he tried to put me in a coma, but he put me in a coma for five days, but I knew, I just knew there has to be something else I can do in addition to the doctor's cares because I truly believe they they heal us from their knowledge, which is limited. Then I truly start investigating, but as I said, under communist regime, there was no internet at that time. You could not get any books. There was everything, you know, there was no books. There was nothing that I can find out. That's my passion is now to teaching that and especially working with children because I wanted to be for them what I did not have when I was a child. So when I came to United States and I read the book, I knew I have access to the information. And I was absolutely um, 
in involve myself in getting any and all information that I can get. I sign up myself for uh, the little um, classes that I learned intuition and it was teaching, but it was like, okay, I, I already know that. I just now know how to put it in the words. But I was looking for, so I started doing consultation, um, but I was looking for a healing, um, some kind of healing um, property or something here, modality that it was based on the free will because that is most important to me. There's other stuff happened to me that I was cautioned just to do it on the free will. When I finally ran into something called reconnective healing or reconnection, and that was based on a free will. So I sign up and I realized that the doctor, Eric Pearl, who's teaching that, is actually from Philadelphia, my area, Philadelphia. So mm-hmm. I signed up for a class. He came into Philly. I signed up first for Rhode Island. And when I was searching for a hotel, I realized there is another one in the Philly. So I just changed to Philly. And here it is. And I changed, I actually happened to meet Eric's parents, too. It, it was so beautiful. But even reconnective healing, they are very specific about not mixing up the modalities. It has to be just the reconnective healing. And when I start doing the healings, my very first, very first patient was the biggest skeptic in my life. He would make fun of me. He would, like, really make fun of me of everything that I said. And I just, he was my, at that time, my husband's best friend. So I kind of let it go because keeping a peace. <laughs> I had other <laughs> let him to laugh at me, make fun of me. Just just the biggest skeptic at that time in my life. When I did the certification and he saw a picture of me and Eric together and he's like, who's that guy? And I said, well, that's, that's the teacher. I just got a certification. And he's like, okay, I wanted to try it. And I was like, oh, no, my very first patient is the biggest skeptic. Oh, that's going to be fun. <laughs> His kids were in my house. My son, they were running up and down the steps. He was laying just on the hallway on the bench, bench that we had on the hallway. It's like, oh, okay, like 10, 15 minutes. Just do do me. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I started working. Our two dogs started jumping on him and because whoever sleeps, they sleep with him. <laughs> kids running up and down, so there was no quiet space, nothing. When I woke him up after 15 minutes, he he fell asleep. He had just a stone-cold face, and I was like, "Uh uh-oh. Something happened. He just looked at me with confusion, didn't say anything, just walked out. And I was like, Jason, Jason, so what was that? He's like, nothing. And he just took the kids and left home. And I was like, oh, my God, what's happened? Like, what happened now? He texted me next morning, and he said, I'm not going to tell you you helped me, but the thing that I was dealing for about five years now is gone this morning. 
can you make an appointment for my wife and her friend? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, my God, like, thank you very, very much. And that's when I learned that something that looked very scary and something that I was like, why? Why the biggest come to me first? Why? It actually <laughs> turned into the beautiful gift. Because when I knew if the biggest skeptic in my life wants to make an appointment for his wife and her friend, that means that there is something really good happened during that time. So that gave me what it Confident. looked like the biggest curse. That was the biggest gift. Wow. So then, but reconnected healing would not allow the other modality. But when I start working on a people, actually, I start getting messages for them too. And in the reconnective healing, you cannot give the messages because it's a different modality. So that after, first I try to suppress this. Like, no, 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 this is just a healing. But then I was told, no, this is how I'm supposed to be because I realized that some people that came to me for the messages from the other side actually felt much better um, even though they didn't get the messages they were looking for or some didn't nobody came what they wanted they actually felt better after the session and the people who came for a healing session sometimes when I gave the messages the messages were actually what they helped the most so I knew I cannot separate this this is the one big deal so I kind of made it that my own and I named it 318 number 318 is very strong and powerful in my life. So I just made it as a 318 healing, and now I'm doing that the same way. Uh, I ask whoever comes for a healing only, I will ask if they want to hear the messages. If they want to hear the messages, which most of the time they do, I'll tell them if they don't want to, I'm, I'm not telling them, I'm, I'm respecting their wishes. And then many people who came just, or uh, the connection, soul connection, will tell me in a two, three weeks or sometimes later, you know, I had this problem with this and the problem is gone. It's gone. Like I got more from that. So I guess it's always running. <laughs> <laughs> I I little little bit can turn it off and on because I would lose my mind completely if I could be bombarded with messages. But I have to say they are so respectful. I guess I have a good <laughs> spirit guides. They are gatekeepers for me too. So I can turn it off and on. But usually with healing, the messages will come. Or with messages, the healing comes. So you get two in one. <laughs> and it is okay for you to get another caller? Yes. Yes. I would love okay. That. So let's go with Anne. And she is in California. Hello. Hi, Anne. Good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining me. Us. Us. <laughs> Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. I um, have a question about the job I did before this pandemic. I can't really do again. And um, I'm not really want to. So this is also mm-hmm. an opportunity to change pick a new path for a new career. Right. So anything about how I can become more clear 
I have some ideas kind of how to solidify what I'll do in the next couple of months. Um, you might want to, again, take a pen to the paper. Right. And yes. just I, I heard that just, and I have. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Just write down anything and everything that brings you joy. Yes. And I mean anything and everything. Okay. If it's looking at the flower or taking a picture of the flowers or right. go for a hike and 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 um, travel or anything, cooking, anything, painting, anything, even a little thing that brings you a joy. And now go through the list. Make sure you have at least 30, 30 points there. Through the list and highlight the ones that bring you bigger joy than the other ones. So just go through the half, half of them. Cut them in a half. And I keep doing that until you come to at least three, three points that brings you the most of the joy of the others. You, will, you might be surprised what those three things are. And when you have it, see if you can, if you feel comfortable just with the job, if you can find a job in the industry that are close to those three things, something that you can do to actually make a living out of those three things, whatever they are. Now with Internet, it's easier not saying it's much e- is easy than better than before, but it's easier to actually make a living of your joy, or do it as a part time. If you can find a job that it's l- close to those three things or linked to those three things, um, maybe you will find something that is remotely close, <laughs> or something that it's convenient for you right now. But start doing that as a part-time. As a part-time, I don't mean you need to put another 25 hours a week or something into it. Even five minutes a day or, you know, four hours a week. Whatever Whatever you are comfortable with, start doing that. Or start planning towards that. Even the little step will bring you closer to that even the planning okay in the next four years or in the next year or next i don't know four weeks i will be doing that i i I think you got it i think i feel you you already you already know what those things are or you are close to knowing or you maybe you're doing that already you are on the way you are on the way but don't sometimes we have to it's very hard for us who are intuitive and who who are spiritual to actually live in this life that it's very very physical but it's changing like i know you see it's already changing and more people will go to stuff that actually bringing the joy instead of the hustle 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 but we still need right. to keep a roof over our head. So don't be judgmental towards yourself 
if you need to take the job just to keep a roof over your head. Don't don't be hard on yourself because you you are a lot of you put a lot of stress on yourself just being hard on yourself. Do not compare yourself to others. And just know that you deserve to be happy. And as I said to Donna, just welcome that. Welcome that in your life and allow yourself to be happy. And just do one step at a time. And just ask the universe to help you in your best benefit. Meaning there is, we know the timeline is not really linear. Timeline is now. So whenever you get to where you want to go, it will be now too. So just enjoy enjoy the ride. And I really... Uh, what do you see as yeah, some that, of my gifts? Uh, I see an apple, and usually apple for me, it's mean it's teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not sure if that's what whatever has to do with apple. To me, is a teacher, but if you like to bake apple pies, <laughs> that might be too. <laughs> but I see, I see the apple. So I like I, I do like really rhubarb. <laughs> <laughs> so something uh, that has to do, but to me, is a teacher. So I guess they're showing me that you are a teacher. You, mm-hmm. I feel like I, you have a, this beautiful uh, gift of explaining stuff very easy. Mm. That if somebody asks you something, you easily can explain it to them. Because some people, when they know, like I'm having a hard time, that's why I love to work with energy, because you don't have to verbalize this. <laughs> so um, um, that I love to work. Like, can we just be, you know, we all can talk just just without the words. That would be absolutely right. telepathically. I would love that. I'm having harder time to verbalize this. The lineage, but I feel right. like you have this beautiful gift that if you know something, you know something well, you can explain it to people so they understand right away. Mm. So this this the teacher, but it, it's the, the best quality teacher that you can explain something. And I see you walking. Like, are you taking picture of the ocean? I see you walking by the ocean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So taking the pictures or painting, it's kind of blurry, so it's more like a painting. So... I'm not sure if you like to paint and you need to go into into that. But I see you ocean in the white dress. You're walking by the ocean. And there is a sand. There is... Let me see. Yeah, I always I live close to water always. I always... Mm-hmm. Just every day I try... I walk on the waterfront. But, yeah, I, I want to do teaching and... Music, too. With creativity and music, yeah, exactly. Have you tried to sound healing? Sound healing? healing Yeah, like the um, Tibetan... Yeah, the the Tibetan um, bowls. Or or something 
some because I hear the ocean and I hear the sound, like mm. it, it. I would say music, but it's 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 a different type type of music. It's like a, the singing balls uh-huh. or any mm-hmm. any type of the sound healing because I can I can feel that you you feel the sound through you. You don't just hear it, but you, like you hold your whole body feel it. You might not even realize that. And I, the most when I hear that the ocean, that the sound of the ocean and the waves, that's what I, I hear around you. So I, I don't know. It's just a suggestion. Try. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's something that, you know, I always love harp. I always wanted to learn how to play harp. I never got to it, <laughs> but I do have a one ball at home, <laughs> little one. <laughs> But I do have a one ball. If um, you're on a Facebook, I did an interview with Lucia Noshko. She's from Slovakia. It's a um, sound healing of Slovakia, I believe so. And she okay. did a lot of uh, free lives, like when the, the, the virus started. So at the beginning, if you find sound healing of Slovakia, and she's one of the one of the best gong and uh, Tibetan mouse, um, balls player. Like, she's she's very well known. So you might find something, example of what she's doing there. And maybe that's something that that you would like. Try it. It, it. Just, you know, just a suggestion. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I actually have an app. You know, there's an app for everything. I have an app <laughs> oh. <laughs> of sound healing of different hurts. There's like six different megahertz that you can mm-hmm. play yeah. in the background, and I'm always have a ringing in my left ear, so that's connected to, somehow to what you're saying too. And usually, a lot left of times ear, it drives me crazy, but yeah, I, I I'm, sometimes um, I have it too. Sometimes when and that's when I know what the energies are coming, intensifying. Usually when the energies are of flying, flowing stronger. That's. Do you have always have this, or just sometimes? Um, I always have it constantly, but it does mm-hmm. get louder. In the morally, like when I'm laying, when it's quiet, of course, when I'm trying to mm-hmm. sleep or around early in the morning, yeah. four or five in the morning, it can be very loud. Yeah, I usually have it when the energies are really uh, flowing to the earth. I I can literally hear it in my ear. But the left side is the female side. So maybe I want to sit down and think from early childhood, like maybe two years old. If you were told something, if you can think about like try to think where is the first time that you were told something from the female or about your being a female something it was not nice (laughs) um i'm going like two three years something like girls can do this or you're a girl and you can do this and things like that right lucia correct Correct, or somebody, or something um, like if your parents wanted to boy and you were born as a girl, 
uh, you overheard something that, oh, she's a girl, she's nothing. Like, I really wanted a boy. Something that <laughs> hurt you. Something that really hurt you. And you might not even realize that happened because it was that early in the age. That's why they said it in front of you because they didn't think you, you understood. But just sit down with yourself, go into meditation, and just ask the guides to show you when was the first time that you were told something about being female or that something that it hurt you because you are a female. That might be, I'm not saying that's a problem, but that might be part of the problem. And thank you for calling in. So let's continue with our conversation. Mm -hmm. So you wanted to let us, you wanted to talk about the COVID and what's going on and what is it that, what, what is it that you think about it? Thank you. Thank you. I seeing that a lot of duality uh, right now. What I mean is I see the people on the one side being extremely scared, uh, afraid of everything, especially the media and, and the government is bombarding us and loss of freedom. Like when I'm seeing the mask, it's covering your mouth, which is of course, the symbol of be quiet, don't say anything. Uh, losing the liberty, like you cannot go and to all the places that you wanted to go. Uh, people, of course, are dying, which is absolutely heartbreaking. I have a lot of, not a lot, I have a friends that lost our lives to, to that. So that's the fear um, and the death on one side. Um, loss, losing your liberties. But I always see this as, and I call it time out from our mother nature to us, to us humans. I think that was in all of this heartbreaking stuff that's going on, there is a gift too. And I'm seeing that families are much stronger now than they ever were because they got a time at home, be together without, especially here in the United States, I see it, uh, kids going to all this after-school programs. And I was asking, when is your family time? When you're Saturday here on a one playground or playing soccer on Sundays you're on some tryouts or something like when actually when did you see your grandparents the last time or when did you actually spend the time together so now the family are forced to spend time together and I see a lot of people walking holding hands I see a lot of pe- a lot of people in the nature when they didn't realize how much they needed nature. I see people finally cooking for themselves, not going to McDonald's all the time. I see people actually figure out what their hobbies are, what what brings them a joy because they have a time. 
I do know that there is a lot of people, they are essential workers, and they have putting their lives in danger to help the rest of us. And I see a lot of people like you and me, Claudia, and they're trying to help them, and we are working more than we ever were before. I I see everything, but I see the gift in it. Like you have finally time to figure out what is the next step for you. People have a finally time to find out that, <clears throat> excuse me, that they are in an abusive relationship. And when this is over, when we can, I, I've seen a people filing for divorces just because they finally realizing this is not a right person for me. And I don't want to, if if this comes to me and this is my last days, I don't want to spend it with the abuser. I finally want to have the life that that I want to make for myself. So I see a lot of love coming. I see a lot of self-love coming. I see people to have enjoying their gifts. They finally have a time to do something else. So I'm saying my biggest prey for all of us is that we will never go back to what it was before, to go back to the normal. My biggest prey is that we will go forward to the more better lives, more joyful lives, more self-love, more family time, more gifts that we all have that we have finally decided to bring it to, to all of us. My biggest prey is for this to be a much, much better future that it was before the virus. And I'm sure it will. Yes. So we have um, a couple, some minutes left. Is there anything mm-hmm. else that you want to talk about before we finish today? And I just want to encourage everybody who's listening or ever listen just to know that you are loved, to know that you are protected, and to know that you are needed now more than ever before. And to bring a lot of joy to yourself and to others and to create it the better future. And we can do it. We all have gifts. Just know that you are loved, protected, and needed. And Lucia, just one more thing before we finish today's mm-hmm. transmission. How can we get mm-hmm. in touch with you? The best thing is to uh, to me, um, I am on the social media everywhere as a Lucia Mitro, M-I-T-R-O. Um, the messenger can get a little bit crowded uh, with the rest of the messages. So sometimes I have a hard time to find actually uh, the question you can email um, people can email me at lucia at luciamitro dot com or hello at luciamitro dot com uh, my website um, there is a much more information on my website about me so 
just Google me. <laughs> Lucia Mitchell, L-U-C-I-A-M-I-T-R-O. Well, Lucia, this was such a beautiful time with you. You are always welcome to come back if you choose to. So thank you so much for your light, for the energy, for, for the work that you're doing with today's world. And um, we remain friends forever. <laughs> so <laughs> with that being said, thank, thank you. you and have a wonderful weekend. Everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you very, very much for having me. This is such an honor to, to know you and to to be able to spend time with you. Thank you very, very much. You're welcome. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>